the Radio Verulam Community Kitchen is here to keep you in touch with the local food scene and to continue bringing our community together through food. Please keep your shopping trips to Bear Essentials only, support local and independent shops where possible and reach out for help if you need it. This episode is presented by our volunteer, Ren Bean. Hi, my name's Ren Bean, and some of you may know me as Food Ren on social media. I'm a local food writer and a keen supporter of all of our fantastic local and independent businesses and community initiatives here in St Albans and beyond. I'm also a volunteer here at Radio Verulam on the digital media team and had planned on bringing you a brand new Radio Verulam food show, although things have taken a little bit of a different turn with the current COVID-19 pandemic. So I've set myself up with a podcasting kit and plan on bringing you instead some short features from the Radio Verulam Community Kitchen, which is also available as a podcast and all the information will be available on the Radio Verulam food show page at the Radio Verulam website. So bear with me as I bring this to you. It's all very new for me, but if this pandemic's taught us anything, then maybe it is that we have an opportunity to try something new. So here I am podcasting and I hope to be able to keep in touch, particularly with the local food community and the restaurants and the local independents around us, because I know that they're going to need our support more than ever when they do eventually reopen. Now, some of our local businesses have adapted really quickly and have been able to sort of stay open by doing a takeaway service and other doorstep drop-off services. And whilst it's sad that others have been forced to close, we know that they're doing it all for the right reasons. We hope that everybody is keeping safe and well, and we look forward to seeing those businesses that have closed reopening quite soon, we hope. In the meantime, I hope to bring you as much information as I can from the local area in terms of people that are adapting or new things that are open, or shops that you just might not know about. Now, it's really difficult at the moment. We know it's difficult to try and get these coveted supermarket slots, and we're being told not to go out. So the very next best thing we can do is try and do as much online as we can. The online food world is still going. Uh, St Albans has pretty much gone virtual and digital, and it's really great to see lots of new initiatives happening out there. If you do need to pop to the shops and you don't want to face the supermarket, or you feel that Uh, It might be a bit too difficult to get there or you're a little bit afraid of what's going to happen when you get there. That's completely understandable. Please do remember that if you are going to go out shopping, people do say go out only once as and when you absolutely need it and ideally on your own. There are a couple of local independent shops that are staying open. So, for example, Tony at Bongiorno Italia, the delicatessen on Lattimore Road, is open. He's got a one-in-one-out policy, but he's really well stocked with basics such as pasta, tomato sauce, flour, pizza bread dough, which we love, lots of cheese and deli meats on the counter, which we know will last a long time. So if you can avoid going to the supermarket and you just need some essentials, then do think about supporting local shops because they are there to help you and they're staying open to help you. So it's really good if we can support them if we can. Another example of this is the Fleetville Larder. Ed and his wife over at the Larder are able to do doorstep deliveries. So if you have a particular craving for cheese or anything else, give him a call and I'm sure that he'll be able to help you get it. There's also Verdi's over in the Fleetville area and they have a new sort of fruit and veg market stall open for you. So if it's just a couple of items that you need, it might be better to have a walk over there than venture into the supermarket. Now, some of our pubs have also got together via the Save St Albans pubs initiative that we know is already going. We know that pubs are already struggling. 
Some of them have had to adapt very quickly in order to just keep going as much as possible. So some pubs are doing a takeaway service for beer and cider. So that's something to look out for. But also you've got a pub community supply spot happening at the Ye Old Fighting Cox. Now they've got a new website launching on Friday the 3rd and hopefully you'll be able to see on there available delivery slots, what the produce is, how it's priced and when it will come to you. So that's also something to look out for. The St Albans and District Food Bank is still operating. They're asking you to look out for local collection and delivery points And one of them I know is at Morrison's. I haven't heard of too many others. But if you're at the supermarket and you notice the St Albans and Food District logo and you notice that there is somewhere to leave food items, then please do continue to leave food items there because they have been, as you can imagine, busier than ever. If you go to the St Albans and District Food Bank website, you'll see they've got an updated list of their locations. You'll see that their warehouse is still operational, but that they're really struggling but it is possible to contact them on their form or via social media if you do need help. And that's at the stalbansdistrict.foodbank.org.uk website. Now, one more thing I'd like to tell you about in this episode is about Communities First. Having been a volunteer with Radio Verulam for the last year, I happen to know that we have a great partnership going on called the Community Circle, where we try and promote as many of the community initiatives as possible as we can. Communities First have recently asked us to reach out to you to ask you to go via their website if you need help. And they are at communitiesfirst.org.uk. So lots of people have been getting in touch with them to offer their support in response to the COVID-19 outbreak. They think that's wonderful, but they also want to make sure that community help and initiatives are happening safely. So whilst I know that there are many individual Facebook groups and WhatsApp groups and things that are going on, the very best thing you can do is pop over to the Communities First website and let them know about what you need or what you can offer as a helper. So to be a volunteer, they've got a compassionate community connector page that you can fill out. If you are a charity or a community group, they have got also a resource hub and you can fill out their support for voluntary sector organisation form. And if you're at an at-risk group and you need to get help or support, then you can complete that online form also on the website. They will ask you for a few details, but that's so that they can match you with the correct volunteer in your neighbourhood. And you can be assured that all volunteers have been checked, their DBS checked, they've gone through the system and they can safely provide you with support and whatever you need. This is my new series called Five Questions Four, where I'm hoping to speak to some of our local businesses and restaurateurs while they're in lockdown, just so that we can all keep in touch. So Phil Thompson of Thompson St Albans' last service was on Sunday the 22nd of March, when he produced a takeaway Sunday lunch, which he said logistically was one of the hardest services of his career. We wish Phil and his family and staff all the best, and we wanted to keep in touch and keep him busy. So I put forward some questions, and Phil Thompson kindly answered. So the first question to Phil was, what have you been cooking during the stay-at-home lockdown? And Phil said, I've cooked a lot of soup in the first couple of days just to use up some of the old vegetables before they turned. Leek and potato, tomato and basil, lentil, bacon and onion, chicken, sweet corn and noodle and chicken and vegetable. All to put in the freezer for our lunch and it's quick because we're all still working from home. My next question to Phil was, what ingredient would you find really difficult to live without? And Phil said, There's a couple of things I've noticed I've used a lot of whilst I've been at home, mainly tin tomatoes and onions. I've used these in soups, pasta sauce, I've made a ragu and a homemade curry the other night. 
Milk and coffee I definitely couldn't go without. I don't even function without a coffee first thing. Next, I asked Phil, what was your favourite recipe or food to eat during childhood? And Phil says, as a kid, I loved lasagna or spaghetti bolognese. And then on Sunday, we always had a roast, normally chicken or lamb. The smell of roast lamb shoulder always reminds me of Sunday lunch at home. My mum would make a pie for dessert, plum, gooseberry, apple, and I mean a proper plate pie as well. Her pastry was so nice. Or bread pudding. And even now, I ask her for the recipe and she says a handful of this and a pinch of that and it's so annoying. Next, I asked Phil, any memorable holiday meals? And Phil said, as a kid, we never went abroad, so it was always the seaside. So pie, mash and liquor was always on the cards. I remember about seven or eight years ago, just before I got the restaurant, I also went to Rome for a few days. I'd worked stupid hours and a night shift before I got there. I slept on the plane and we dumped our bags in the hotel and went out for lunch. We sat down outside in a nice piazza and ordered a beer and a caprese salad and some olives. They were so fresh and full of flavour, I immediately forgot how tired I was. The little things, eh? Next question for Phil. Do you ever reach out for cookbooks for inspiration and if so, which ones? And Phil Thompson replied, I always get any young chef that works for me to buy La Russe Gastronomique and Le Repertoire, two massively important cookbooks to learn the basics and traditional cooking flavours and techniques. For anyone at home that loves to cook, I recommend The Cook's Book. It's amazing and it has every aspect of cuisine from roast joints, pasta, Indian, Chinese to bread and desserts. Now I'm feeling really chuffed because actually The Cook's Book is one of the first books that I got. My mum got it to me probably about 10 years ago now. And it's a really good basic book to just keep flicking through and challenging yourself to try new things. So I'm pleased that I've got one of the books that Phil recommends. Thank you so much, Phil. We really do wish you and your family and staff well, and we hope to see you back very soon. So thank you for listening to this first episode with me, Ren Bean. There are plenty of ways that we can keep in touch. Firstly, head over to the Radio Verulam website, which is www.radioverulam.com forward slash RV food show. There'll be lots of things uploaded onto that page, including podcasts and recipes and other hints and tips to get you through the lockdown. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at RV Food Show. And do make sure that you tag me on your posts if you're making things with hashtag RV Food Show and I'll check them out. This week, we're also launching a brand new Facebook group, which will be called the Radio Verulam Community Kitchen. And in there, hopefully, we'll be able to share all of our recipes and hints and tips. You can show me what you've been cooking. You can let me know what's in your store cupboard. You can throw questions my way and I'll try and find out the answers. And that's really the best place that we can hopefully keep in touch and continue to get through this together.